You're listening to TNM Coaching Unplugged. TNM Unplugged features the diverse perspectives of a thriving global community of coaches, leaders, and experts. And it's all for you. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another exciting edition of TNM Unplugged podcast. Today, we have an amazing topic that I would love to dive into immediately. It's you and AI, you and artificial intelligence. This is one of the topics that is really close to my heart. I wanted to talk about it for a very long time because I go around and I connect to people and some people are really afraid of it. They have this response, oh my God, what's really going on with AI right now? Some people are worried about it. They think about, we, you know, we should be worried about this domination and takeover of AI. And some people are really, really excited by it because they really want to create this most amazing relationship with the AI. So this topic is hot. It's really fun. It's really exciting. And today with me, I have this wonderful team of collaborators and co-creators who have been working with the program that we call UNAI in past few months, and they've been focusing on AI and business environment. They also explore AI and decision-making, and then also they've looked deeper into AI, AI and dilemmas. So we'll talk about this program. We'll talk about the research around AI. I just want to mention they're not experts in AI, just to preempt that. They're not tech gurus and people from different organizations who are going to give you technical understanding how the AI works, but they're coaches, trainers, collaborators, psychologists who are looking into a relationship that we need to develop with AI and how to create the most powerful bond so that AI can be our ally, our friend, and something that works alongside with us to support us going forward in our human journey. So today I have with me Judith Ibro. <laughs> I always struggle with her name, Adriana Strand and Damon Ferns, who are joining us for this lovely conversation around artificial intelligence and how we're going to live and learn and grow with artificial intelligence. So let's start with Judith. Judith, <laughs> yes. welcome. Thank you, Lauren. <laughs> So tell us a little bit more about the program in itself. You know, let's start for that. What, what is the aim of this program and why do you believe it's really re relevant to the leaders nowadays? Yes, with the program, which is called You and AI, as you mentioned, we really want to um, stimulate curiosity. Artificial intelligence is a huge topic. Uh, it's on the minds of most of the people. Uh, but ultimately, the purpose of the program is to help individuals and leaders in organizations reflect about what is the impact of AI on us as individuals first, because we are living in the midst of it. What is the impact on organizations and on society in general? So this is why we have decided to uh, look at it from different perspectives so that we really can zoom on how AI uh, is shaping the business environment, how is it changing the way we make decisions, and what new dilemmas it brings up. Yes, great. So from your perspective, that's the entry points to the program. And I'm thinking a lot about leaders who are listening to this podcast and people who are listening to this podcast. They will immediately come up with the question, okay, how is AI really impacting business environment? What would you say to this just from top of your mind? 
for for sure there are there has been a, a a big boom in terms of applying AI in businesses, particularly over the last few years. So we can see there are uh, no new technologies which are emerging. Organizations are moving into integrating AI in multiple processes within their organizations. So I would say that it, in a lot of organizations, it is already a reality. Uh, the question is, uh, where is it good to use AI? Where should we use it more? And where should we be careful in using AI? I love how you said, where should we use it more? Where do we need to be cautious and careful? And how do we develop this relationship? So for you, this is the aim of the program. So let's go to you, Adriana. When you think about you and AI and the program that we really want to introduce and, and get people to understand a little bit further, what is the aim of this program from your perspective? Where, what is your angle and what was your contribution in creating this program? So when you ask me this, you know, maybe the first, I listened to you introducing the program and us as psychologists and engineers, you know, and how we started developing this program and all the different kinds of relationships and reactions that people have to the introduction of AI. And I remember myself like six months ago when I was invited to collaborate on this program. And I was like, what does Alexa have to do, <laughs> you know, like with the work that I'm doing? Uh, the truth is that we work with leaders across the globe and we are passionate about leadership and we are in the continuous exploration of like, what does it mean uh, to be a leader that is relevant and that can uh, lead his or her people, you know, like from a place that leads them into a sustainable future. And that means uh, being awake to pay attention and to notice what is happening in the world. And what are the forces that are shaping our reality and our environment? And in that sense, AI is one of the key forces that is shaping the environment and the world that we live in, uh, which means that as leaders, we have to be curious around how is it changing our world? How is it impacting our reality? And what does that mean for our leadership? And in that sense, entering this process of developing this program awakened my curiosity as well into uh, raising my awareness around where is AI already here and part of my world and I don't even think about it, you know, yeah. I let it in. Uh, and where do I need to be awake, you know, like how is it going to be in the future? And I also love what we're doing together because it's more like an awakening or awareness building and, and call for leaders on a global level to be agile enough to take into consideration, Adriana, what you beautifully say, all the forces that are shaping our world right now. And AI, it's definitely one of these forces that we cannot neglect, we really need to look into. So Damien, for you, I know that you know, you're getting into this conversation more from the perspective of human, you know, human beingness, you know, human in relationship to, to AI. Tell us a little bit more about your entry point into growing and developing this program. Yes. Um, well, it's been an interest of mine for probably quite a long time, probably from childhood, really, mm -hmm. in sort of trying to understand what does technology do around us. I think we're all of the generation that was around for a long time before the internet arrived, before all these technologies that we use arrived. And I think that my interest really in this is about trying to make sure that the human stays at the center of our systems and our organizations and our, our environment, our business environment overall, and and sort of being aware as well of 
of well, what are the risks of the human not being at the centre of our systems and our environments in that way? What are the risks where where we we end up with artificial intelligence, you know, optimising the human uh, for the market, if you like, rather than uh, artificial intelligence helping us to optimise the future for the human. Mm-hmm. So that was really my kind of interest in that is uh, is that kind of dichotomy, that kind of what's going on in the world and how do we make sense of that in, in the best possible way. And I think some of my, my main motivation in life in general is really about trying to understand human beings, what we are, how we work, what we're about. And, and my, in my experience so far uh, in, in doing this, in, in developing leaders and, and working in psychotherapy and coaching, um, what's very evident is that the vast majority of human beings are still not really aware of how we work and, and what we're like as individuals and how we function. Yeah. Um, and so here we are going into a world where artificial intelligence is, you know, the, the next huge industrial, at the, the, the forefront of the next huge industrial revolution. And yet right. we still need to deepen our knowledge of, of who we are and how we are as well. Yeah. How do we relate to that? How do we connect with that in a meaningful way? Yeah. So we don't even know ourselves and then we need to get to know something else <laughs> that is shaping us. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe exactly, well, exactly well that, maybe yeah. the AI will help us get to know ourselves even more. You know, well, there, is there that is a possible? possibility that it could, it could, it could do that. Yes, it could do that to some degree. Uh, it could definitely be an aid towards that. And and I'm interested in that. I'm interested in. I think the thing the thing to remember about AI is that although it's so prevalent in our world already and will become even more so, um, there's so much that we don't know that mm. we don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's stuff that we think that we don't know and this is the interesting thing and this is what brought us to to sort of work together on this program was really the essence of saying okay well well maybe we need to create something that we can connect in with leaders um across these three elements you know uh, business environment decision making and looking at dilemmas uh, of ai as well it's always great to hear about your personal journey in, in in relationship to the program because I'm sure that the audience is always curious to know how did we end up here and why why are we even opening these topics and it's lovely to hear from all three of you to what really got you to this point right now. Now I would love to shift this conversation to kind of broadening into through the layers of what this program actually offers. So let's go with this. AI and business environment. So why should leaders in business be engaged with AI technology and why they should be interested? What is the motivation for the leaders who are listening to this program? So Judith, what would you say on that? So first of all, uh, with the program, we want to create a conversational space where there is an exchange of ideas, where there is an exchange of information. So I think as a starting point, it is important to to get us uh, an initial understanding about what AI is. And as we already said, it's it's a it's a huge uh, area, it's a huge field. So with the program, we will give some basic understanding and information about what AI is, but then we will. Uh, actually connected very much and actually start from the human being. Mm -hmm. So understanding our human evolution. And then we will understand how AI um, 
can help in a, in a complex world like ours mm -hmm. and where it can actually contribute to, to uh, deal with organizational uh, priorities better. So what I'm hearing from you is that complexity, it will be addressed. And, and also uh, the, the understanding of ourselves, as Damien mentioned before, being who are you as a human being in relationship to the business environment that is being shaped with AI right now. Great. And Adriana, would you like to add anything? What, what is your take around AI and business environment from your perspective? You know, when you ask why should the leader be interested in, in this topic, uh, I think about two different reasons, you know, why is in terms of being curious, how is the presence of AR shaping the needs of our, uh, our environment in terms mm -hmm. of needs of our customers, the, uh, how our societies are shaped, you know, how do we think differently about life? So what is changing that we need to be aware of, uh, to be wiser as an organization creating its products and, uh, and services in the other and the other way is also to look into this is also how can AI be my partner and a collaborator in helping me do business in a wiser way or become more effective with less effort. So this, these are like the two takes that we also want to address here in the program. And for me, the two key reasons, why should I be curious as a leader about it? You know, yeah. how is it changing my environment and how can it be uh, in service of what we are trying to create as an organization. Great, great. Thank you. Damien, anything to add to that? Um, I think really probably the only thing to add to that is just to be aware of how uh, the culture of an organization is shaped by the leaders and everybody within the organization. And it's that sort of famous quote, you know, brains shape cultures, cultures shape brains, brains shape cultures, cultures shape brains ad infinitum. Um, and so it'd be interesting for a leader to really think about, okay, well, now we also have artificial intelligence involved in the shaping of our cultures and our organizations. So how does that affect us? How does that affect our brains? And how does that affect the culture in which we work in? So I think this cultural aspect of it as well, in the, in the you know, culture each strategy for breakfast, as, as Peter Drucker famously said, um, yeah. is this idea that that, you know, if you are interested in the culture of your organization and how it works, then you should also be interested in the technologies that that culture uses and how that's impacting upon the culture, not just of the business environment, of the, of the organization itself, but the business environment around you. Right. So, Judith, you mentioned at the beginning of the call that, you know, part of, you know, this program, it's facilitation of the conversation and, and asking a big questions uh, that leaders should be, pondering or thinking about or reflecting on and as we know sometimes you know people come into this facilitation process and they tell us you know give us the answer <laughs> I do, we don't want questions <laughs> why are you asking us questions you should know about this so if i was the leader who's listening to this and say okay i really want to sign up for this i, I want to learn about ai i'm completely conscious that this is shaping my reality and, and you know i need to know more and i'm I'm going to go there and be asked a bunch of questions. What is the value of that from your perspective? I think um, there is always a need to understand more about it. And I would say with the program, we will meet some of that need. So there will be, of course, content that will be provided in order to provide more knowledge around the topic. Mm -hmm. But our main objective is actually to come up 
at the end of the program with more questions compared to the beginning. So if there is a, a, an, an interest to get all the responses on all questions that a person might come into the program, I have to say that probably uh, that expectation cannot be met because yeah. I, our ideal outcome is that because of the conversation with other colleagues, with other uh, people in, in that conversational space, there might be actually new perspectives that might help emerge new questions to, to, to go dive into. Right. Yeah. And we know that as coaches, I was just kind of putting myself in a position of, of a, a leader because when you facilitate a conversation, there's always something new from the collective space that pops up that you can then learn from. And Adriana, I know that you love this space of facilitation and, and growing and steering and moving. What would you say to this? Are you sure you want to ask me? I'm never going to stop talking. I'll interrupt you. <laughs> so you just kind of say, okay, you're done. You know, it's like when you ask this question for me, it's like, come on, people, you have to understand, like asking questions is a critical skill for leadership today. You know, everything today, like our environment is becoming more complex and more uncertain every day. And there is more and more information that we need into consideration. And we feel more and more, I don't know, overwhelmed with everything that is happening and that with this request, you know, that you have to be wise and smart and make the right decision in this environment. So this uh, uh, building the capacity and the awareness that actually uh, facilitation skills and being a facilitator as a leader uh, is something that we have no choice but to learn. And mm -hmm. being the space of not knowing and, and asking questions, you know, like in search for the right question is something that we really need to do. Uh, and I think if we want to bring this back, you know, to AI as well, we all have different experiences and we all have different perspectives. Uh, and we bring that into the room and into the program. Whoever shows up, you know, we bring a unique experience. We bring a unique uh, uh, unique lens and unique view of the world. and by bringing this conversation together and harvesting the wisdom of whoever showed up, uh, we are going to become more wiser and smarter around uh, how is AI relevant and how can we work together with it in a, in a in service of life, <laughs> you know, whatever we want to create. Yeah, yeah. We love that question, service to love you. There you go. You were very short. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot of self-regulation, so please be proud of me. <laughs> I'm very, very proud of you. So before we move into the conversation around AI and decision making, do we want to say anything else around the AI business for our listeners? Just, you know, we cover the topics of how the content is going to be delivered. It's going to be piece of information and, and learning at the same time. It's going to be dialogue, conversation, harvesting, facilitation, when we collectively share the wisdom and come to conclusions together. And then everybody in the program can also draw out the the conclusions and application to their own business landscape in their organization. So I, I feel it's, this is very powerful for leaders. Anything you would love to add on to that before we move into the decision-making? No? Uh, Happy. I okay. So, no. <laughs> so I then, it's I would love AI to make all my decisions. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> oh, <God. laughs> 
That's not what you said at the last <laughs> workshop, you know. I know. I've changed, <laughs> I've changed my mind. <laughs> I'm so tired of making decisions and choices. It's enough already. I need somebody to tell me what I need to do and make all the decisions, you know, for me. Is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> is that good usage of AI in the decision making? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> well, I, 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 let me comment on this. So I think the big question is really wh what kind of decisions are we making or do we make? And mm -hmm. where is a good use of AI in helping us in, in making decisions? And also, where do we as humans want to add value in the decision-making process. So as we said at the beginning, I think it's very much a, a, a combination and a reflection about in what case AI might even take better decisions because it can uh, analyze data much faster in a much more accurate way compared to human beings. And where is it where AI cannot take decisions for us? So sorry to say, Zoran, uh, I, I don't think it's possible that all decisions will be made by AI, but what is a good use of, yeah. of the technology there to actually produce something which is better compared to the use of only AI or only human decision-making? Great. I like that. You know, I like that we, we can, as humans, add value to the decision-making, and at the same time, we can look into where can AI add value in our decision-making processes. Great. So how is then AI impacting human decision-making? What would you say on that? So I, I think we, AI is already impacting us because it is present, it's, it's influencing us. I think, Damien, you have, have an, a couple of examples if you want to share. Yes, well, well it depends on, you know, as you just said, it depends on what, examples are we actually giving over uh, what examples of decision making are we giving over to ai i think um there's a quite a pertinent one in even in the news today in the uk there was a, a pertinent example topical example of um people sending in their passport photographs to uh, an automated artificial intelligence system that's able to find out whether that photo is appropriate or not and um, it seems that what's happened from a from a piece of research that's just that's just been uh, taking place is that if you are dark skinned and if you are a woman, then that you are twice as likely that your photo will be refused for the passport. Now, what's dependent when we, when we look at this particular example, what's happening is there may be bias that's fed into the system depending on the kind of data that's put into the system regarding the kind of labels that we have about ethical backgrounds or racial backgrounds ethnic backgrounds or racial backgrounds, or it could be that the, that the data isn't complete enough or diverse enough that's put in there in the first place. So AI decision-making is very, very dependent upon the quality of the data that goes into it and its ability to make connections between that data and be able to have a sense of discernment between what it's looking about what it's looking at. So you can have these kind of biases that then can be fed, the cultural biases or ethical biases that can be fed into the AI that can then continue or, or even or even put that even deeper into a structure or a system or an organization um, and can put those biases even more systematic into the into the system. So this is a very, very simple idea of how it affects what would be previously done through a human 
decision. Uh, uh, the very simple and topical example that was in the news today, actually, uh, just this morning. Um, but there are, you know, there are loads and loads of different ways that we could look at this. If we, particularly if we look at the world of finance now, where artificial intelligence is used extensively uh, to be able to look at markets and whoever's got the fastest artificial intelligence that can look at all the markets and make the decisions most quickly about what to buy and what to sell, et cetera, then those people will always rise to the top. So we, again, it comes down to the speed and the accuracy can be great. But if we're looking at AI decision-making, we are constantly looking at a system which is sequential in its thinking, it's algorithmic and it's analytic in its thinking, and it's also um, convergent in its thinking. It's trying to get to an answer very, very quickly. And that's a very specific kind of decision-making Whereas we might see that human decision making, on the other hand, is something which can actually be be much more divergent in its thinking, is able to see the relationships between between much wider factors uh, that seemingly are seemingly might seem unrelated to an AI, but to a human mind, they might be able to observe that relation and see what's really going on. And so we have this these different forms of thinking, if you like, that are present in the we, of course, human beings can do really good sequential thinking and algorithmic thinking as well. That's why right. we make great coders. That's why yeah. we created AI, because we're really good at that kind of thinking. And it's our thinking that's created the AI in the first place. But we have another form of thinking, and we haven't developed a technology yet that can reflect that other form of thinking. It's often associated with left and right brain um, in psychology. But uh, we have this other form of thinking which we can bring in in decision making, which can read context and can take perspectives. And the reading of context and perspectives is something so far AI with its sequential form of decision-making is not able to bring mm. into the decision-making process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I should wait. <laughs> with <We're> delegating <laughs> all my decisions. I, yeah. thought, I thought my life would be so simple. I mean, you know, we live in a very complex environment, right, Adriana? The business is so complicated. It's very complex, you know, with, with a lot of things to consider. So I thought maybe, you know, I can take this layer of complexity and just delegate this. Adriana, anything to say on that? I was thinking, you know, there are so many examples and there are two parts of, I think, delegating decision-making to uh, to AI. And I also must say that I became much more curious uh, and more uh, awake or alert to to the types and ways uh, of decisions, uh, how we are making decisions, you know, like in the world. And there is one thing, and that is that we are delegating our decisions to AI because it's, let's call it like data processing, you know, like computational Mm -hmm. uh, capacity, because it can process more information and more data faster. So it can kind of help help us make sense of data faster. There is other, there is another part of, of the human decision making process and our relationship with the decisions and choices that we make. And that has to do with our uh, emotional nature. You know, like how we make decisions. We are not only objective. Uh, we are very subjective in how we make decisions. And then, you know, there is the complexity of data and information. And then there is the complexity of human relationships. And if we bring this back to leadership and to the organizational context, you know, one thing is thinking about to what extent do I delegate my decisions to AI as a person, although it's a big topic enough in itself. <laughs> yeah. But when we bring that, you, you, yeah, I mean, it is, you know, but when we bring that to, to an organizational environment and we think about, you know, like we, like 
tens, hundreds and thousands of people working together in the same organization to create value together and then collecting the information and processing the information together and trying to make sense out of it together. There are so many layers in there, you know, and for me, somehow the, 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 the biggest curiosity for me in this relationship, but how do we collaborate with AI in our decision making is really like, where is the edge of uh, what AI can learn about human nature to take it into consideration in what it offers? Uh, and to what extent do we really uh, give away our power to choose and delegate it to AI? And it just really, you know, I think a lot about, you know, like where are my own personal boundaries in this? And then, you know, as organizations and as society, where is the edge of how far are we willing to go? And then another intriguing question is, is it really going to be our choice? You know, this woohoo AI, you know, <laughs> it's learning. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't want to be, I want to be very real and pragmatic around this. It has a lot to do with complexity and has a lot to do with uncertainty. It has a lot to do with learning from experiences. It uh -huh. has a lot to do with, with our capacity to foresee and, uh, you know, like think about the, the future. And also, who do we become together? So, yeah. Yeah. That's a big question that I think we should keep for another podcast. You know, that, that question <laughs> that you opened right now, we can go another 10 hours of recording. So, so. <laughs> so, shift, del shift delete. Should I rerun my reflection? No, no, no. I think it's good for audience to, to, to listen because it, it's a very important one. Where are our boundaries? Ah. You know, where, where do we yeah. stop? You know, Damien, you want to comment on that, right? I, I, I think that's, I think it's a really important question. And it, you know, it calls into, it is a 10 hour podcast at least, because uh, it calls into question the idea of us having a sense of control and autonomy, a sense of free will, a sense of self determination, which for most people they would consider to be sacred in their lives. I mean, you know, the idea that you can choose what it is that you want to do and that you have a way in which you can influence the world and you get a feedback loop from the world from the decisions that you as an individual are making. And then that part, that becomes part of the growth of your personality. Whereas if you give those decisions over to an AI, then that that growth process, that feedback loop, that growth process of going into the world to develop your own personality, where you're making your own decisions, and you're you're then seeing the influence that you have upon the world, and then that again is feeding back into you to develop your personality. This Further. is a this is how human beings have developed for millennia as part of our evolution. So, what happens if we give those decisions in our lives over about how we work out, how we use our, our uh, how we use our companies and organizations, how we how we use our resources of the world, how do we create a sustainable future? But perhaps also what what comes into the decision making, and this is a bit of an overlap with the dilemmas, perhaps mm. as well. Mm -hmm. Is that you know we we tend to want to make decisions about things that are not just around creating business and and uh, and creating well being for the world, but also things that are much more ethical and moral decisions about how we treat the planet, how we treat each other, um, and and those kind of decisions. Um, again, are we willing to give to give those kind of decisions away to to an artificial intelligence that will make them for us? And how do we know? whether it's going to make the best decision for us. I mean, how do we know we can make the best decision? But that's that leading edge of us, which is so exciting, you know, yeah. that moving into the moving into the unknown is the bit which means that we are growing and we are developing in that way. 
but these are these are great questions yeah yeah, yeah that's a great question so it's a segue to our the last topic of our conversation which is ai and dilemmas because we do have dilemmas around this you know we, we need to kind of be mindful enough and considerate enough and open enough to to have this open conversations like this one today and, and look into the dilemmas so what are the dilemmas that can ar- arise you know you mentioned few what are social dilemmas that you know we might face with, well, with the ai yeah well i think we mentioned on one hand we have the interest of developing technology because technology enables us to do certain things on the other hand we want to keep the control over everything so this is a dilemma and and what do we do with dilemma we have to try to reconcile the dilemma so how do we go about it uh, and um so i think th- there is a, a number of of ethical dilemmas if we think about uh, just as an example if we think about self-driving cars right mm-hmm. and this is again this interconnection between decision making and and dilemmas if if uh, the car is going to crash and it has to decide whether it uh, you know it crashes against uh, against a, a tree and therefore the person driving is going to die or it crashes uh, against pedestrians and and therefore the best pedestrian go, is going to die and the the uh, driver is, is not going to die so how is the ai taking that decision which right. is also connected to a human need to have explain to to explain the decisions that are made so the need of explainability which is a challenge still in ai where certain certain decisions are made without us really understanding how that decision has been made. Oh, I love the example that you used. And it is really interesting yeah, because part of us, we need to justify our decision-making process. You know, what do you do in that situation when you have car, a self-driving car? How does the car make a decision what to do, who to protect, right? And how would the human decide in that situation right and we said yeah. the human decision making is already a mystery and and then we look into how the ai is taking that decision and we compare you know how we would would we do it and each individual is different anyway so there would be different value system there would be different ways to go about that decision and still then we we assume that ai should be totally clear and and you know linear and con- consistent and explainable mhm mhm Damien, anything to add to that AI and dilemmas? You're laughing, so I'm curious about your contribution here. Yes. Yes, I, I, I think that this is such a, again, we could do a 10-hour podcast on this because this is such a huge topic. It's just enormous. Um, there are so many different ethical dilemmas or social dilemmas that we could look at and we could, we could mm-hmm. list. Mm-hmm. I think probably... What's interesting to think about is, well, one of the ones which which comes up, which is probably the most common one, is, okay, if, if artificial intelligence and the kind of technologies that we have are becoming much more prevalent in our business environments and our workplaces, then that requires the human to change the kind of jobs that they do, the kind of work that they do. And then we're not exactly sure what the human being will be doing then. At what point will the human being be involved in decision-making how will the human being make a living, if you like? Um, and one of the ways, in one of the things which we, you know, one of my sort of specialisms is, is to look at emotional health and motivation and how well-being and motivation are kind of combined. 
And one of the things that we understand from that, looking at the last hundred years of psychological knowledge, is that the human being needs to feel like they have challenges in life. They are they uh, <laughs> they have a sense of control and autonomy. They have a sense of status that's recognised. They have a sense of competence and achievement, and, and various other different things we can connect to our communities. And when these kind of when these kind of emotional needs are met, we're very motivated to get these these met. Then we tend to have a sense of well being. But if we can't develop a sense of competence and achievement by having a difficult job to do, if we can't develop a sense of status by having a difficult job to do that other people recognise us for doing, if we can't have a sense of control and autonomy in our lives, then our well-being will be impacted amongst other, other, other needs. So we have to be careful how much we're giving away and how much that actually impacts, uh, impacts upon our well-being. We go to work not just to earn our money, but because it has a sense of meaning for us, because it has a sense that it fulfills us in one way or another. And um, we then have to look at, well, how, how can life become more fulfilling? This excites me as well, because I think that this is the, if you like, the, the, uh, the golden part of AI, which could be tricky. If, if we end up optimizing the human for the market with AI, then we've kind of lost this gold. But if we're going to end up optimizing AI to create a better future for the human, then we might end up with all of us having more meaningful lives, all of us doing less sequential, less algorithmic analytical jobs, and actually starting to exercise the other part of our brain, which is to do with relationships, connections, developing meaning, looking for the deeper context in things, you know, and self-development and progression. So I think this is one of the wonderful things about AI, where it might take us if we navigate this tricky little period that we're in at the moment really well so you know there are dilemmas there around that i mean just to give you a, a little example i was working with a really large shipping company a few years ago and uh one of the captains there who was an older guy had uh, said to me well now the ship is you know that we have a, a, a we have technology and satellite links and artificial intelligence which is working on the ship to make sure that it's going exactly the right speed in order to use the least amount of fuel in order to be the most efficient, in order to be aware of the weather, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, in order to get the absolute maximum efficiency, which is what AI does. But from his point of view, he was, he'd was he lived his entire life making those decisions himself along with, with, the, with the crew members in the top four on board. So he was then you know, saying, well, what do I do? I just, do I just wear the hat now? <laughs> I'm there for an emergency, obviously, but he's just wearing the hat now. So it's yeah. that... For him, there was a loss of sense of meaning in that. There was a loss of sense of meaning of what it was to be the captain of a ship. Uh, and that's, that's an important thing to bear in mind, that human beings are fulfilled and get a sense of meaning from these kind of roles, which we may end up giving over to AI in one way or another. So we're coming towards the end of this uh, wonderful conversation. And, and you know what you shared, Damon, is really, really important for me personally, because I'm always with the notion of what is the most profound and uplifting potential in our relationship with AI. So how can we reach as a humanity that state when the AI can become the ally and not deprive us of our humanity in any way, but actually enrich our humanity? And also, you mentioned something very interesting and important for our audience is that now it's this now is this pivotal moment when the leaders do have to take responsibility for this. Now is the time when we need to give it focus, we need to give it attention. We need to be mindful around it instead of just oblivious and 
walking around their life. Oh, look at this happened and that happened with AI and then this happened with AI and then suddenly that happened and I don't have any clue what's going on. So I think one of the most important thing is to be on this topic, to be mindful, to be informed, to be in the dialogue, to be in the conversation, to be educated and to follow it through through this complex environment. So to to wrap up this conversation today, you know, if you guys think about the most positive impact on AI, you know, in, in our lives, that's something that AI can be gift for, what would you like to leave our audience with? For me personally, I think what Damien just said, he pictured it really nicely to, to have AI take part of our activities that are more process driven and free up the space because it's a matter also of, of, of space and mental space to have human beings, uh, contribute more also on the creative uh, aspects on on that relational aspect i think the uh, em, you know emotional intelligence and that human touch in whatever we do needs to be more and more um uh, on the radar and we need to dedicate more time and if we have ai that is actually taking care of a lot of other stuff i think that would be for me the ideal situation wonderful adriana or damien yeah, and um, I, I I would say the same sort of thing, really. I think, you know, um, I think the most important thing to realize is that artificial intelligence is inevitable. Uh, there's no point thinking about it as though it's a great evil and we should resist it at all costs. Uh, you know, there's there's no point walking around, like you said, just not being aware of it and just it happening. What we really need to do is embrace it, understand it, and try to make the best use of it in our world, keeping the human being at the at the centre of our systems, uh, and 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 you know optimising the future, like we said earlier, uh, through the use of these technologies. Uh, and this is what programs really about beginning and trying to get people to engage with these ideas in a much deeper way, and then look at how they can apply them in their everyday lives and in their workplaces as leaders or as people within their workplaces. Yeah, right. Thank you, and Adriana. For me, you know, when I think about it, uh, I, I, I don't see artificial intelligence as something outside of us, you know, like humans and AI as something separate. For me, AI is, I mean, we created it. It is in, a, in many, many different ways, you know, like this is AI is the embodiment of, of, of the amazingness of humans, you know, like we have created something that, uh, demonstrates capacities beyond what any single individual you know like can do now but it's the embodiment of knowledge and wisdom and and human aspirations you know like to create and to impact and to to uh to 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 make the world a better place and in that sense uh what i would like to leave people with really i hope that we have seeded some curiosity we have seeded the, 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 the sense of importance and relevance for people to engage with this topic because engaging with the team of AI is really engaging with human potential and engaging with wisdom and, and, and you know, like pushing and expanding the, the, the boundaries of what we can create together, you know, like as humans and in partnership with the technology that we created. 
So whatever our relationship with AI is, as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, sometimes I personally get really worried uh, when I look into this and I'm like, oh my God, this is beyond my ability to comprehend. This is growing too quickly and it's taking over my life. So I get worried and concerned. That can be one direction relationship. Or I can get very excited by saying, oh my God, look at my son who is uh, 13 years old and his relationship to the AI and how he uses it as an integral part of his everyday life and he develops relationship which is very exciting and very out there to you know philosophers thinkers and technological experts who are thinking about how can we use this AI to do exactly what Damien mentioned in this podcast liberate human creativity step into more step more into the right brain of our of ourselves and and have space to actualize our own potential in collaboration with AI. So whatever your entry point into this conversation was, we hope that you got more inspired. We hope that you got more curious about the topic. We hope that certain little lights inside of you, like ting ting ting, got lit up, and you're like, okay, now maybe it's the time for me to pay attention to this, especially if you're in leadership position. Meaning if you're leading within the organization or you're leading your own business or you're leading yourself, it doesn't really matter what kind of leader you are, especially if you're leading, this is a very relevant and important topic for you nowadays. So we want to thank you for listening and being with us today. We want to extend a big hug and thanks to Judith uh, and Adriana and you, Damon, for joining the TNM Unplugged podcast today. Thank you for sharing your wisdom, your research and everything that you are. And bye for now. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thanks.